Hey everybody, welcome to episode two of Fishing with Hand Grenades. I'm Colin, that's Jessup. Um, hello, hello, hello. Uh, both of us, um, probably little known, are, we're both college athletes at one of the uh, meccas of college baseball in the United States, Emory and Henry. Um, oh, Dak. <laughs> <laughs> we got lots of really good uh, D1 looks, but we felt that the D3 world was uh, uh, if it, it was fitting. It was fitting. D3 baseballs where I belong. Uh, D1 just it's too much like work. I ain't trying to be the best at working out. Yeah, I'm not trying to be the best at exercising. That's the, as Kenny Power said. Hardy, uh, um, so no. We have, we have quite a bit of conversations uh, about the kind of the evolution of America's athletes because playing in, in lower-level collegiate baseball, we ran into some freaks of nature. They did juice. They, they have to have done some sort of steroids, trying to make a name for themselves. In the lower levels, talking about my mom was a swimming star and I want to live up to her expectations or something like that. I don't know. It was horrible. A lot of, uh, of low-grade beaver tranquilizers went through... It's, Division three baseball. So uh, I don't know if everybody is aware or not, but in the NCAA, all levels of competition are drug tested. But obviously, as with everything, the you know the squeaky wheel gets the oil. So the the Division one level is going to get the most rigorous testing and you know compliance requirements when it comes to steroids, when it comes to other sorts of drugs and. Um, pretty much everything else because people are watching what they do. I mean, our average attendance was probably, I don't know, 25, not a lot. Um, so no one really cared if we were juicing out of our minds. I did juice. I drank one every morning for breakfast. So we, we kind of have started talking about where these people have come from and why they're pushed to do the, these drugs and, you know, where they have been throughout kind of the evolution of, Man, and, and, you know, where, you know, where are these Porzingis-style seven-foot Latvian guys that are getting shipped over in gorilla crates, um, you know, where have they been? I mean, how many people have, have you legitimately seen or legitimately known in your life that are seven feet tall? I mean, uh, they seem to be popping up everywhere. I mean, I, I, if, if it's a, a product of evolution... It's very quick. I mean, they, these guys are just, you know, springing up like nothing. I mean, were they seven foot tall Neanderthals? I mean, I have no idea. But not not only are they seven foot tall, but they're seven foot tall and jacked. Met a lot of tall people who are the most unathletic. Generally, not really, not fat, but either they're skinny or they look extremely out of shape. Not six seven, two eighty full of chiseled steel and sex appeal. I just, but they're there. I mean, we see it every day on TV. They are there. Look at every NFL athlete. They are exactly that. They're an athlete. I mean, you get, you get those monstrosities on the lines that can do sub five minute forties. They weigh 385 pounds. They can do 55 reps on the, in the combine and, and, you know, everybody's supposed to just imagine and, and go along with the fact that they're not only 100% completely clean and, and not doing anything. That's just the way that they are. They're big boys. I don't buy any of that shit. I really don't. Because, it, yes, genetics is going to play a huge part in anything that you do. 
but there has got to be a level that is just, you know, you have to reach a pinnacle where that's it. I mean, Jessup and I worked out every day for four years. I mean, pretty hard. I mean, not to the point that, you know, scouts were coming out and looking at us, but quite a lot. And our, our maxes and our, our bench and everything like that increased. But I, you know, I'm still kind of a, you know, awkward, chubby white guy. I mean, there's just no way to get around it. That's just the way that it is. I mean, I didn't go from being you know, nobody to being able to lift up, lift up the side of the house. I mean, uh, we, we definitely spent our time in the weight room. We, uh, we definitely benched at least three times a week. Uh, we, we incorporated bench in every workout. I think, I think we knew what we were doing. Rose for the bros. Uh, yes. Curls for the girls. That's it, man. So I thought that we would take this episode and we would kind of dive into our take, you know, from mildly in it as we were uh, on, on the steroid epidemic and what we actually think of steroids and, and, you know, the athletes and the evolution of athletes in the United States, uh, as opposed to just the, the normal people that you see walking around. Um, so, you know, I guess, I guess I'll start. I think that that steroids, you know, you have to make a distinction. I think that you need to make a distinction with, you know, athletes or everyday people. I mean, I am completely pro testosterone therapy. I think that if you are, you know, if your nuts aren't working and you're 55 years old and you're hurting, whatever, go ahead and do it. I mean, I'm on board. Seek your physician, you know, advice. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pro that. I am not pro these monstrosities getting, you know, paraded out, you know, they keep them in the dark cells, you know, so they don't kill people in the middle of the night. And, and when they get out, as has been so well chronicled in the media, they actually do kill people. Uh, I mean, just to be able to block other monstrosities, you know, I, I just, I don't, I don't like that. I don't like watching it. I don't like watching, you know, seeing people like Barry Bonds, you know, with his triangle neck hitting 800-foot home runs with metal bats. I mean, that's not something that I'm a fan of. But there is a difference in, you know, an everyday casual person and those freaks of nature. Yeah, it. Uh, I'm there. I'm with you. I mean, when it comes to professional sports, even college sports, any kind of competitive outlets, uh, I think you should compete with your God-given ability or what you've worked hard not supplemental hard but i mean you got to only be able to do what your body can do and you see a lot of professionals now whether it be ufc it seems like every other day somebody's testing positive and half the time you're like you hear oh that is a illegal illegal steroid defined by the whoever uh mixed martial arts or boxing convention i mean yeah i mean You'll hear this is legal, but this one's not legal. This one's legal. This one is not legal. There's just, I don't know. To me, it's, yeah, I understand everybody wants to be the best. Everybody's doing it. Why should I not do it? But it's, no, I don't think professional sports is a place for that. I mean, we you get stuff like Brock Lesnar, right? Yeah, I mean, the guy. He's natural. Yeah, he's, he's, he's cutting to get to the heavyweight division in the UFC, which is 265 pounds with a six pack. And they let him fight, you know, Mark Hunt, and he just beat the 
balls off of him, and everybody was shocked. Like, oh my gosh, he was on steroids. I mean, people do not look like rhinoceroses. They just don't. I mean, th that is a man that it's, you know, it's funny to talk about, and I think, actually, I saw it on a comedian comedy special somewhere. I think Joe Rogan did it actually where, you know, he talks about if Joe, if, if Brock Lesnar wanted to rape you, you know, it's his call. Like he just, he's just going to do it. There's no way to get around it. And I mean, if it's like, ah, Brock smash. I mean, if you watch interviews with him, he's got crinkles in his forehead from all the juice that he's jamming in there. I mean, it's insane to me. I, I don't understand how it's legal i guess you know it it pays you know the bills watching these people beat the brakes off each other but i mean it's so readily apparent that they're on steroids i think if it's going to be made a, a, a spectacle and we're going to get people in there to you know just watch the monkeys beat each other let everybody do them right right I mean, I'm completely on board with that now that brings us to a, a, another question though what if you're not an athlete Right. What yeah. if what if you're just some skinny dweeb who, you know, doesn't do anything, can't get any girls, is not, you know, even remotely on the spectrum of being in the popular category and you want to do some steroids to beef up and, you know, get some ladies. What do you think? Uh, I think uh, <laughs> I think I've seen it many a times. I can go in the gym, which I do go to the gym. I go to the gym daily. I'm good. I'm good for four or five days a week. I don't go to anything fancy. It's way better than Planet Fitness. No offense to everyone at Planet Fitness, but I do like to make a little noise when I go to the gym. But I see people all the time come in, and they they think that they have to have mass gainers, creatine, protein, uh, aminos they think they have to have all of these little things to make themselves big other than actual hard work so then you see the other dude come in who's doing bent over rows with 315 compared to your average joe's deadlift to 315 and it's i mean it's it's kind of obvious the dudes who are juiced out of their mind you can tell it that's what they eat they sleep they breathe the gym they, uh, they've got protein porcing through their body and absolute iron in their blood. They just, I mean, I don't, to me, I don't see the gains from it. I really don't see the gains. There's more, to me, there's more risk than reward. I mean, hey, if you don't care about your heart and you hope it explodes or you just want to have a heart attack and kick a bucket, I mean, hey, more power to you. Well, I understand why they do it. I mean, they, they did that survey in the Olympics about um, – whether or not, like, if, if I gave you this pill, I think the study was like, if I gave you this pill and uh, it guaranteed 100% that you were going to win a gold medal, but in five years it would kill you, would you still take it? And it ended right. up being like, like, Most of them said, yeah, right? Yeah, like 52% said, yeah, I would <coughs> take it, win a gold medal, and then die in five years. I mean, that's, that's insane. Like, for why, a gold, why a gold medal. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, the thing steroids is one argument. You know, it's kind of an ethics question. Why would you do that? What are you, you know, what are you risking? What are you gaining? Right. But you know, where I, I kind of, what, what freaks me out more than anything is these seven foot fifteen monster, you know, truck size people. I mean, if you look at Shaquille O'Neal, Doctor O'Neal, right? He he actually is Mac a doctor. Daddy. Mac Daddy. Daddy. He is 
he is an enormous human being, right? He's seven feet tall, 400 pounds. He doesn't look fat. He, he's just huge. Like he cannot fit in normal doorways because that man is so large. What drives me insane, and it doesn't drive me insane, it, it, it makes me think that where did these people come from, right? right. I mean, like, where where did they come from? It, it makes my mind jump into the, like, the, have you ever seen those, like, the dog shows? Like the Winst Westminster Kennel Club or whatever the hell that thing's called? Right. Where they're, like, they're breeding specific traits in dogs. Yeah. yeah. Right? It's yeah. almost like someone in a lab somewhere, like Christoph Porzingis, right? He's from Latvia, right? In Latvia, are they pumping out a bunch of seven-foot-three white guys? I mean, they're probably all white. But, I mean, it, are they pumping out that, that caliber of athlete at seven-foot-three? I mean, that's insane. It's like, yeah. it's like their parents have bred him to be, you know, a basketball player. I mean, well, I want to tell you whatever whatever it takes to get the uh, the height gene, it completely bypassed all five foot ten and a half of myself. You're short, you're short mm -hmm. shit. Not gonna lie, that's you know that's kind of back to the talk. I mean, that's why I think a lot of people do have to hit the gym. It's like I realized, hey, there's nothing I'm gonna be able to do to grow tall. I might as well grow out and hope it's not fat. So the steroid debate, I mean. Guys like me who can't get taller, you can only build out. So why wouldn't you want to juice? Make it easy, right? Ain't that the point of it? Well, it makes it easy, but you still have to do the action. I'm talking about... Nah, that's a lie. That's yeah. A lie. Nah, you give me the Barry Bonds, man. I mean, he's got a triangle head. You can drive a matchbox car over the top of his brain. I mean, and just not just make a complete ellipse. It's It's not a problem at all with doing that with that monster, right? And then as Barry. soon as he gets out of baseball... As soon as he gets out of baseball and starts coaching, he looks like a bitch. I mean, he looks like a little tiny version of the freak of nature that he was. And, it, yeah, you can say that it's compensation. You can say that it's, well, you know, everybody else is doing it, and I'm trying to be on that level. But, you know, you have to at least give credence to the fact that they're doing it because these genetic freaks of nature are crawling out of the woodwork. And it's, you know, when genetic freaks of nature crawl out of the woodwork, you run into big time problems with people who are already in the space that those monsters are trying to, you know, occupy. Right. But, uh, I mean, first of all, back to Barry. Barry, if you ever do listen to this, I love you. Um, I still like you. I don't care how many steroids you did. You're uh, you're still a freak, and you hit many, many, many home runs more than I ever will. But back, I mean, I back think to it. Though. Okay, more let's. Than anybody ever has. Right. I mean, yeah. Not only he's not like only the, he's like the leader. He's like number one. No, like he is, and even with an asterisk. Let's think. All right, since we're on the steroid topic, let's just get to it. Since, let's say. A thousand percent. Yeah. All right. He lied to the grand jury about his steroids. In 2011, 2011-ish, he know. lied, whatever. Okay. So he lied, whatever. He did steroids. You and I both have been on both ends of the baseball. We have thrown them as hard as we can, and we've had them come flying at us as hard as we can. What does steroids have in part with swinging this 30, probably 34-ounce bat for Barry? 
and hitting this ball whizzing at him almost at the speed of light. Okay, well that that you're making my point for me. You're saying that that you know I'm saying that Barry Bonds was already in the space, right? right. He's taking steroids to combat genetic freaks, right? Like. You know, I, I don't know. The one that my brain goes to right off the way is your boy, right? Bo Jackson, right? The Bo knows. A, I mean, he's a monster, right? If Barry Bonds, you know, is competing against people like that who are God-given absolute monstrosities of human beings, he's going to have to do something to make up for it, right? So right. he's already got the basic skills back when he was a pirate, right? To hit baseballs, to field baseballs, to throw baseballs, etc. So if you do steroids, right? And instead of, you know, that ball that you hook down the line going foul, it's going so fast off your bat, it stays fair. And now it's a home run. Right. I mean, you're hitting balls that were going out to the warning track. Now they're gone. You're hitting. I mean, there's a video somewhere, right? And, and I implore everybody to watch it. I really, really do. It will, it will make our point or my point, because Jessup's an idiot, but it will show. It was it was Barry Bonds uh, doing um, batting practice with a uh, a metal bat. BB core? Is he rocking no, the old beaser? Not a BB core. <laughs> but he was doing it with a metal bat, and right. Barry Bonds hitting with a metal bat is a scary thing. I mean, he's hitting baseballs. I mean, you're talking. 600 feet. I, I don't shy away from saying that they went 600 feet. That's insane. I mean, people can't do that. I mean, when I talk to my wife and we are watching a baseball game or we're watching, you know, them hit batting practice at, you know, at an actual park, I try to explain to her, you know, they're hitting oppo tacos or home runs to center field. I'm trying to explain to her, I've played baseball my entire life and with a wood bat, I've hit like four home runs ever. Now, not like in games. I mean, what like up, ever, like ever, ever, ever. It is insanely difficult. Now, obviously, you can make the arguments because I suck ass, but you know they make it just. <clears throat> and imagine if you have that skill to make that ball jump off the bat so naturally, right? But now they're not going four twenty; they're going four sixty, and you, you get the point. Not only four sixty, but um, probably. There's got to be more speed with it. I mean, coming off the bat, it's coming off the bat fast, and you see so many pitchers take it off the face anyway. But go ahead and put that weapon in their hand, take the wood out, and yeah, no, I agree with you. It's it wouldn't be good. That also brings up a, a very interesting question. Since they're already predisposed to doing steroids, do you think that you know if they're like ah screw it, if I get tested, I'm gonna get caught anyway? Do you think that the the group that was doing steroids was doing actual drugs. Oh, Lord. Like, think uh, like Kurt Schilling, right. you know, Roger oh, Clemens. Oh, Schilling. Schilling definitely down on drugs. Lines, crackhead. Crackhead Schilling. Just Go. blowing down lines, you know, banging scuzzies, living the dream. Uh, there, uh, If I had to guess one person that probably did some crazy hard drugs, it would be John Rocker. Again, I love you, John, but dear God, you were a head case. And it could come back. I mean, steroids. Rocker, Rocker's jack too. So, I mean. Uh, you, get, you get these guys all in one room. You get Rafael Palmero. He's got a boner 100% of the time. You got, you know, Kurt Schilling blowing down yeah. lines. And John Rocker. Good bringing out the needles. Hey, let's take juice jello shots. Let's rock and roll. 
I mean, they had to do some crazy shit. I mean, because you know that 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 everybody who has done that has had a fuck it moment where they're just like, yeah, fuck it, man. I'm I'm already doing steroids. Might as well do some cocaine. Dude, hey, John Jones, prime example, man. He made it to the top. He had everything he needed in life. Tested positive for coke. Pretty sure he tested positive for roids, right? Uh, I think I don't know. He, I think uh, he might have, but I know that he wrecked his Bentley. He slid his Bentley into a tree while high under the influence of cocaine and ran his car into a pregnant woman after he got his Bentley fixed. Uh, you're a champion. Like, you're a champion. You're walking on top of the world, and you're going to screw that up by go doing a little blow. I mean, hey, cocaine's a hell of a drug. I get it. You get punched in the face for a living. But... I mean... There's got to be, you, you know that there are some crazy stories out there. Right. I mean, if, right. if, if John Rocker is your guy, I guarantee you, guarantee it, I would put money down that Rafael Palmero did some crazy stuff because not only is he juicing, and he's juicing hard, right? He was juicing hard, but he is the spokesperson for a dick pill. Right, <laughs> so everybody is making fun of. That's yeah. how I know. Him. I mean, I knew him, you know, growing up as oh, that's the guy with the stiffy, right? You know, <laughs> and a nice boner, Raphael. Right, you know, you know, you get that point. I mean, he's he is the dick guy doing steroids. You know for a fact that when that guy was in Arlington, right, in Texas, and just walk around after games at clubs, he is doing some methamphetamines off of hookers' buttholes. It's going to happen. I guarantee it. I wonder if the bat boy ever got confused when Palmero said, hey, man, go get my wood. The kid looked at him. <laughs> um, <laughs> Mr. Palmero, which wood? Oh, is that a boner joke you mixed in there? What? No, I was talking about his wood, pervert. I think that I think that HGH, steroids, whatever. When you're 55, 60 years old, you don't feel good. You're roaming around, not doing anything, and you know the doctor comes in and says, "Hey, man, look, you had a good run, but uh, but your nuts aren't working anymore. It's just you know it's the way that it is." Then, Godspeed, man. Just go ahead, rub that cream, do whatever you got to do, and you know boost it up. This is why you see now, like. Everybody who is listening to this, uh, I beg you, please go online and look at the Arnold Classic 60 over class pose down. That will tell you what I'm talking about. These guys are like 75 years old and yoked. They are jacked out of their minds, jacked, stupid jacked. And they are out there roided up, posing down with tanning oil and you know what i am all for it i am all for it do what you got to do man so i shouldn't wait until 60 until my body's fully developed like those dudes because that's been my excuse all along not to look like that thought i had to wait till i was 60 plus before i would grow into my body no i'm saying oh, shit yeah that's completely wrong i'm i'm saying that you need to get if you're that age and you have, you know, the the wherewithal to go into a a doctor's office and say, "Hey, doc, my dick ain't working anymore. I need my cocks uh, are flopping. My cocks are flopping. My cocks are flopping. <laughs> hey, doc, I need a prescription. I need some ibuprofen. <laughs> 
my, <laughs> my ibuprofens have run out. Doc, uh, Doc, I need some Rafis. <laughs> some Rafis. I've been in the bathroom huffing blow off of uh, Rafael Palmero's. <laughs> I, need some, I need some help getting this baby going. Hey, go for it. Right? Yeah. But then again, I'm also for if you're 55, 60 years old and you want to do some meth, why not? Right? I mean, Why we not? got to lose. You want to you wanna ride the magic dragon? Jump on it. Let yeah, it happen. I mean, think back like medieval times, right? If you're 60, you're like three generations old. You know, I think that you deserve a little treat. Maybe some angel dust. <laughs> Nothing wrong with a little bit of bath salts. Hey, you want to eat people's faces? Whatever. Go for it. Yeah. You little ivy poking, some bath salts. Little PCP sprinkled on some mushrooms. It's a hell of a <laughs> Saturday night. Watch it down with some little bit of Rafi's and just go to Walmart. See what you can pick up. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that uh, I think that pretty well covers it. I think yeah, for all you guys out there, if you're 55 <laughs> and older, you have our explicit permission to do methamphetamines. <laughs> Uh, and steroids. Anybody under 55, no steroids, maybe meth under certain circumstances, um, or you know, maybe some of the softer stuff, cocaine. That thing. Ladies and gentlemen, there. don't forget Valentine's is coming up. Get your significant other some Rafi's. Make the <laughs> night special. Rafi's with a side of IB poking. <sighs> all right, so uh, we've got all of our social media um, up and rolling now. We, we also have uh, an email address, fishing with hand grenades spelled out uh, at gmail.com. Uh, hit us up on Twitter or Instagram. Let us know what we should talk about, and uh, we'll work it in. Jessup? Yeah, yeah guys. <laughs> no, you covered it all. You didn't even give me a lead way, but go ahead. Hit us up on Twitter, fishing with HGs and uh, Instagram, fishing with hand grenades. But hey, we may be up to six listeners. I don't know who the sixth person could be, but I know it's not my parents. So thank you all. All right, guys. Take care. We'll catch you soon. Have your pet spider neutered. <laughs>